The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. Ken and Cheryl Dawson here with Dr. Angelo Valenti. He's a consultant and author of Unleashing Leadership, Aligning What People Do Best with What Organizations Need Most. Well, nearly every organization says they put people first. Nearly every leader acknowledges that their companies cannot succeed without talent. Yet often organizations lack alignment of the right people in the right jobs. Well, today, Angelo Valenti is going to share how organizations can go beyond lip service to their people and unleash their leadership for organizational success and for the success of every employee. Is it possible? Stay tuned and learn his system for talent and team alignment. Well, before we begin, I'd like to just uh, give you a little background. Uh, Dr. Angelo Valenti is a consulting psychologist for a diverse client base consisting of both publicly traded organizations as well as private and family-owned businesses. The focus of his practice is helping companies achieve success through people. Dr. Valenti co-authored the book Unleashing Leadership, aligning what your people do best with what your organization needs most. Angelo received his Ph.D. in social psychology from the University of Georgia and joined the faculty of Oklahoma City University, where he served as chairman of the Department of Psychology. Subsequently, he served as a staff consultant with the psychological consulting firm of RHR International. In addition to his consulting practice, Angelo is a public speaker, author, and is active in many civic and professional organizations, including the American Psychological Association. Welcome, Angelo. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Well, we're delighted to have you. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, how your work in both academia and research prepared you for your consulting career. Well, my first job out of graduate school was teaching college, and uh, that was a big adjustment. I hadn't had a job before, and one of the things it taught me was how to communicate psychological concepts and principles in a way that was easy for people to understand and, in many cases, apply to their lives. Mm -hmm. The second thing it taught me was how to be uh, a much better public speaker than I was while I was in graduate school, because teaching college is uh, an immersion course in public speaking. That's what I would say. Most of the time. Um, and those really helped me when I moved into consulting. And the third, the third thing I learned being chairman of the psychology department was that I really wasn't that crazy about being a boss. Uh, and 
then when I went to the consulting firm of RHR International, I learned a lot of what I do now to help organizations achieve success through people. But I also learned that I didn't like being a subordinate. So <laughs> that really only left me one choice. Really? Now, so I'll start my own business. <laughs> That's great. And so you've had a chance to um, review Job Search, the total system, and Cheryl said you were uh, very excited about it and thought it uh, fit very nicely with what you do. Could you share that with our audience, please? Oh, I'd be happy to. I was uh, Your approach to the job search process is so systematic and so thorough and I'm, I'm, I believe in a systems approach to issues and problems and situations. And, and your approach, I hearken back to so many of the interviews that I've done with executives. I interview people. I do assessments on people from chief executive officer down through outside salespeople in organizations and operations management. And the level of unpreparedness that have coming into interviews is stunning. Uh, I often wonder what were these folks thinking about before they came in to see me? What did they think we were going to talk about? Yeah. And your your system, your approach, and helps those helps folks if they follow your system to be prepared not only for the interview, but for the assessment instruments that I use. And I thought you had a very uh, telling comment in there uh, telling people to just be honest and don't try to fool the test because the tests know when you're trying to fool them. Mm-hmm. You know, Angelo, it's, uh, I appreciate your saying that so much. And, and we've had, uh, well, this is about a year now, we've had uh, almost 50 shows, and, and it's amazing how in sync we are with our guests. Oftentimes are you know very well known and, and literally brilliant guests like yourself. And you know, and we're all basically saying the same thing. You know, people who are trying to get a job must have a system, must have an approach. They just can't walk in off the street and expect something dropped in their lap. And what your system does, our system does, is prepare them to come in. And if they follow our system, I really can't speak that much to yours. I know it's excellent. But if they follow our ten chapters and simply do what we ask them to do, they'll have a head up on the competition every single time. And the key point is that many people who are looking for jobs left companies and were below average, average, sometimes above average. And what we prepare them for is to be excellent and outstanding when they go into the interview. And that's exactly what it takes to get better job, better pay, better life. Oh, absolutely. It, and the things that people think are going to impress an interviewer are not the things that are going to impress the interviewer. Exactly. Um, one of the things that you mentioned in your book was that uh, you need to have a clear understanding of what you have actually accomplished in your life. Yep. And because I ask people, I ask everybody, what are your biggest accomplishments? What are you most proud of? I had a gentleman tell me just last week, I asked him, uh, for example, I said, tell me a time when you demonstrated leadership, and this person was in his mid-40s, 
and he told me about the time that he was co-captain of the high school football team. Exactly. Well, a lot, hopefully, a lot's happened to him in, in the time between when he was 18 and when he's 45 mm-hmm. now, and that was the best he could come up with. That was almost an embarrassing answer. Wow. To question. And you know, and so well, the the, the incredible thing for Cheryl and I, and I know you feel much the same way, is we get so frustrated with people who aren't prepared and don't prepare for an interview. I I sit and listen to talking heads very often during the day because I look for techniques and and the information these people are getting for advice just makes me want to scream. It's oftentimes worse than no advice at all. And that's oftentimes what these people are going by and it's just the most simplistic stuff, you know, Settle for anything you can. Take half the pay you would have. Take half the job you had just to get a job. I mean, it just absolutely makes my blood boil. Well, that's that's true. But actually, many people will respond to that kind of advice because they don't really want to put forth the time and effort to approach finding a better job Exactly right. In a systematic way. it's Your approach, although it's wonderful, is hard work. It is. And uh, if they weren't, chances are, if they're not willing to work hard at finding a better job, they weren't willing to work hard at the job that they had. But, you know, right. Angela, when you sit with these people and you say, look, you know, when we talk about working harder, smarter, longer, it's not for a company. It's for yourself and your family, Okay. And I asked him a very direct and honest question. I said, look, are you willing to work harder, smarter, longer if it will put your wife and your children in a much better position financially? And how about passing on that legacy of teaching them how to earn better job, better pay, better life for the rest of their life and for their children and grandchildren's life? Is that worth it to you? Oh, yeah, then it's worth it to me. Exactly. That's exactly the point. And... We just get so frustrated when people don't put in the time, don't put in the effort, take the path of least resistance, and then when they don't wind up anything, they complain about the system or whatever. And it just is, uh, it just drives us crazy. And I know you feel the same way. And maybe we can team up and do something about it nationally and worldwide. Well, we might, we might have to start the, uh, secular version of religion to get people to uh, to follow because your the approach is everything you said about would a person be willing to help their family and their children the, a benefit that they don't realize is if they're actually in a job that they love absolutely the, the their relationships with their family their friends their community are going to improve more dramatically than they ever imagined. Most people, you know the statistics better than me, but the 80% of people don't like their job. But I think it's more like 80% of the people don't like where they're working, not the job that they're doing. Exactly. Well, Angelo, that's why your focus on alignment is is so critical, and uh, not only for the organization, but for each individual, of course. And, um, you know... Not organizations, uh, you know, unless they unless they have you or someone like you. Generally, they are not doing a very thorough analysis of the job requirements to begin with, let alone the qualifications of the candidates that might might fit the position. 
So why do you think that is, that they don't realize the importance of that alignment? Well, I think the, the mistake that most companies make is that they hire for skills and they end up firing for attitude because the technical skills required to do the job, while they are necessary, are not the, the determining factors of how successful that person is going to be within that organization. For example, let's say you wanted to hire an accountant, and an accountant has to have certain skills that you can measure. Can they do accounting work or not? But the more important factor is can they work within that organizational culture? Some cultures are very people-oriented. Some are very task-oriented. Some are very risk-oriented. Some are more risk-averse. Some are think globally. Some think locally. I mean, it, it, every organization is unique in its own personality. So what my what my approach is to try to align what the job requires. What's the personality of the job? If the job could talk, what would it tell you? within that organization and then align the right person to that job and in some cases the right team to that job. And that's most companies don't do that because they haven't learned how to formalize what their culture is. In some cases, they don't even know what their culture is. I think that's a big, uh, big issue. And uh, we just have a few uh, seconds here. We're going to take a break. But when we come back, Angela, I'd like to get your perspective uh, on the job seeker, from the job seeker's uh, perspective, why it's so important to have that fit as well. So stay tuned. We're going to get more information on strategies for team and organizational alignment and also for career advancement. So stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Isa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Isa, where America learns to invest. Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it, don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired very fast. All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're with uh, Angelo Valenti, and he's giving us some insight into the importance of uh, analyzing your culture of your organization in order to understand the needs that you have for for talent. And at the same token, Angelo, isn't it important for job seekers to do their homework uh, on what is the best fit for the industry, company, and position that they might be seeking? It's absolutely critical because an individual spends, most individuals spend more time at work than they do at home, and if the fit, if the industry fit, if the if the company fit and the position fit aren't right, they're going to spend eight, ten, twelve hours a day, five days a week, being, if not miserable, at least very uncomfortable. Certain industries uh, require certain things, and if a person is unwilling or unable to do it, or just doesn't like doing it, they're very not likely that they're going to be successful at and the same goes for the company and for the position itself. So the more thorough they are in, in researching those elements, the much they got a much better chance of being successful. Well, there's no question about it, and not only for their own happiness, uh, but also the, the likelihood that they can stay with the organization because if you're not producing on all cylinders uh, and you're not enjoying what you're doing, it's pretty hard to uh, sustain it and to uh, to have a level of performance that's going to enable you to continue with the organization. 
I think you were right on target, Angelo, uh, as you as I read your book on unleashing leadership of the importance of alignment. And you have a unique system that you outline uh, in the first half of your book called Composite Team. Share with us briefly uh, how you came up with that concept and what it is. Well, basically, it is a way of determining what the style, the leadership style, and the values of a position are required and aligning what the values and the leadership style of the individual or the team members are. Now, just as an individual has a personality, a team has a personality as well. And if you look at, and a job has a personality, a task, if you will. And just as, if you look at a family, let's say a family of five members, if you take one of those members out of the One of the kids goes off to college, there's a death in the family, uh, whatever it might be. The dynamics of that system changes. Well, the same thing happens in organizations. You put four or five people in a group to work together, that group is going to have a certain personality. And it's going to be able to do certain tasks well, and it's going to be able to do certain tasks not so well. So what my system does is align what the personality of the job is with the composite personality of a given team. And the closer alignment that you can get between what the personality of the job is and what the personality of that team is, the better you are able to get that task accomplished effectively. Most organizations, when they put a work team together to perform a task or to work on a project, You'll hear things like, well, let's get somebody from accounting. We'll get somebody from marketing. We'll get somebody from distribution. We'll get somebody from sales. We'll get somebody from operations. Whatever it might, whatever the dynamics of that organization are. What my system does is say, get the right person from accounting. Get the right person from marketing. Get the right person from sales. Get the right person from distribution to form the team that's going to be most effective in getting that task done. Angelo, the Parallels between what you do and what we do are absolutely amazing. Uh, you'll remember page seven, the commitment contract. Yes. Which the individual is asked to read and sign, but not only for themselves, but for their family. And what you just said is exactly right in the organization, but it applies across the board at home, a family. Oh, sure. Husband, wife, kids, all of them having a role, all of them taking accountability, responsibility for their own behavior and for their own goals. And what better use of time for a family at night to turn off the one-eyed monster instead of watching Dance with the Stars, they have a chance to teach the kids how to achieve better job, better pay, better life. I mean, it's a win-win across the board for the family, short-term, long-term. It's just absolutely amazing to us that more people don't do it. It is amazing, and uh, it is true that if you see members of your family working hard and working smart, you are going to, people, children tend to model their parents whether they like it or not. And I, I think if you look at how people manage in the workplace and how people lead in the workplace, it's often a reflection of how they were raised as children. Exactly right. Uh, and we can't overcome our genetics at all, and it's very difficult to overcome our up, upbringing. But... Uh, 
Um, if they see that, if, if family members see whoever it is, maybe both members of the, adult members of the family work, maybe just one of them does, see their their behavior, how hard they work, how smart they work, how organized they are. It, to me, if you take three hours of work home at night, you're not very organized. That time should be for your family. Exactly. Uh, either it's your fault for not being organized or the, the organization's fault for putting one and a half jobs on you. Uh, but people follow that, and if you can teach people, if you can teach your children how to be organized and systematic in approaching their career and the rest of their life, they're more likely to do it. Sometimes you can teach people, and it just doesn't take. I mean, you can convey all of the right information, and it just doesn't take. And at that point, the individual has to accept personal responsibility uh, for it not taking. Prayer, prayer might help, too, at that point. Yeah, that's right. Prayer is always a good It's a good option. It shouldn't be the last option, but it's an option. Yeah. Well, as a leadership system, composite team is, is based on a circle rather than the typical vertical or horizontal models. Why do you think the circle is, is more effective than, than the traditional? Well, because in my system, everybody, there is an expectation that everybody demonstrate leadership. Everybody has leadership in them. We are taught, many of us are taught from an early age that leaders are somehow different. To paraphrase Shakespeare, some people are born leaders, some achieve leadership, and some have leadership thrust upon them, but everybody has the capacity to demonstrate leadership. Well, the circle is all-encompassing. There's, there's no top to it, bottom to it, left, right. Uh, it's all one continuum, and that sends the message that everybody can and should demonstrate leadership in their personal and in their work life. Yes, I think that's so important uh, for people to realize that they can be a leader regardless of what their particular style is, and we'll go into the, some of the styles a little bit later in the program, but what I found really intriguing is that just like with uh, Job Search a Total System, our system for job search, you present a system that is both a process and a toolkit. What are the essential tools uh, leaders need to effectively develop their circular team? Well, there are several tools, the first of which is that the leader needs to understand what the style and the values of the people in their organization are. They need to understand what people are going to be inclined to be good at and inclined to want to do and what people are going to be inclined not to be very good at and what they're not going to be, uh, want to do. And many organizations will put people into positions that not only are they ill-suited for, but they don't want to do. And then they are surprised when the results that come back aren't very good. Well, my system, by understanding what a person, how, what their passion is likely to be, people will follow their passion no matter what. And if you can find out what a person's passion is, what they get excited about, and what, what tasks or what jobs or what responsibilities they're going to be 
want to, why not ask people to do something that they would be naturally inclined to do anyway, rather than try to force them to do something that they are naturally inclined not to want to do? Seems so logical. (laughs) I wish more companies would do it. You you devote a whole chapter, Angelo, to the fear factor. Uh, What is it, and what is the key to overcoming it? Well, I'm sure in your work you encounter people who are maybe have never been without a job before and are terrified of the prospect of, in this difficult economy, trying to find a position that suits them and their family. I believe the one thing that keeps people from achieving their dreams and their goals more than anything else is fear. And fear can take many forms, but it can be paralyzed. So the fear factor is people are afraid to take risks. They're afraid to go out of their comfort zone. They're afraid to be embarrassed. They're afraid to fail. They're afraid that the that their family won't love them anymore. They're afraid of all kinds of things. And I'm not just that doesn't even talk about the psychological fears or phobias that are uh, that are out there. But people are uh, often terrified of something that is very unlikely to happen. It'd be like walking around being terrified that uh, the moon is going to drop down and hit you on the head. It's just not very likely to happen. But some people's fears are just that irrational. But in a, in a business setting, people have uh, a fear of cold calling. When you devote a lot of time to cold calling in your system, and it's something that can be overcome and can be learned. And I was, for example, I was terrified of public speaking. And why I decided to become a college professor, I don't, I don't know, because that's all it is, is public speaking, as I said. Um but I overcame that through repetition and through a strong desire to impart knowledge onto others, which which I love to do. I love to teach, but I had to overcome that fear to do it. And you, the only way to do it is to do it. And sometimes you do it a little step, one step at a time. For example, let's say cold calling. Well, we're going to take a little break here, Ansel. Oh, okay. But when we get back, we're going to talk about the different styles in. Uh in the uh, Unleashing Leadership book. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to 
www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success. Better job, better pay, better life. An ordinary sunny day. An ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids. And they were doing nothing. They were couch slouching. They were rug imitating. And lazy minute after... Lazy minute was passing them by. When suddenly... Huh? Hey guys, that's a personal foul. An active activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players know your lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Be a player. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with uh, Angelo Valenti, and we're talking about the um unleashing of leadership and a lot of it is uh, just through your determination to find the right alignment for the right position in the right organization and also for organizations to do the same thing uh, as they look at their talent. And before the break, uh, Angela, we were talking about uh, how paralyzing the fear factor can be. Absolutely. Uh, and, um, you know, in the total system, we talk about, well, really the antithesis of that the cycle of success, where we're suggesting that if you focus on the positives rather than those negatives or those things that you fear, in other words, what is your goal? What are you ultimately wanting to achieve? You can overcome uh, the fear itself. And the reality is that we face all kinds of threats uh, to our success. So what is the best way to address them as leaders? 
Well, the, the best way to address the fear that, that people feel is to show them a way to accomplish the, the task that they're afraid of. I mentioned in my in my life, I hate to prescribe out of my own autobiography, but uh, in my life, I mentioned I was I was terribly afraid of public speaking. Well, fortunately, the university gave me an opportunity to overcome that. Without if they if they didn't, they'd have fired me after my first lecture. But they put me in an environment where I could learn uh, how to overcome it, how to improve my skills, and and to achieve the success, the goal that I actually was trying to achieve, which was to communicate psychological principles to uh, to college students. And in organ organizations, too often managed by fear. You would think that with all the literature out there and all the negative experiences that have been shown by being an abusive or threatening manager that people wouldn't do it anymore, but they still do. So if you are operating in an environment where you are afraid for your job, it's very difficult for you to do anything innovative, creative, or or make suggestions that might make the company more money or save the company money. So the best thing leaders can do is give people an opportunity try things and be unsuccessful at first in order to learn how to be successful. I mean, nobody's great at anything when they start. They have to learn to be great. And so the um, best analogy I can come up with is um, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, and I can share with you uh, 12 weeks of Marine Corps boot camp. You can literally take anybody from anywhere, and it doesn't matter whether you're black or white, rich or poor, you just, in 12 weeks, have an opportunity to be a Marine, and that is quite an accomplishment. And most people fear and hate boot camp. I loved it because I learned so much about the principles that they actually applied. It was an environment of fear. You had uh, drill instructors who were literally doing everything they possibly could to make you a Marine, but it wasn't like you could escape or leave. You had to succeed, and believe it or not, even though it was an environment of fear and huge, huge uh, goals or set on it, they taught you to succeed with that fear. So fear can be a motivator, and what I loved about it is being able to deal with the highest levels of fear and succeed, and it was a huge, huge motivator, and that's exactly why the Marine Corps has the reputation they do. Well, you mentioned that it's a 12-week Program right. Well, that is it's a it's a compressed time frame which allows people to see themselves improving very rapidly. Absolutely. You get somebody who walk, who goes into boot camp out of shape, right? And in three weeks, all of a sudden, they can do a five mile run where they couldn't do a five mile run before. Right. Exactly. Think, My goodness, I'm getting better at this. Absolutely. And that's the kind of that's the kind of positive reinforcement, even if it's self reinforcement. And see, the beauty of with this is that it wasn't like you failed; it was that they called you drop back. You drop back to a platoon behind, and you just had another week of boot camp. Yeah. So you know, I mean, there were some guys that took three months to get through boot camp, but 
when they finally got through, they had a level of success that they had never had in their life. Exactly. I'm, in fact, I know several people who have said to me that if I hadn't have gone into the military, not just the Marine Corps, but exactly. if I hadn't gone into the military, absolutely, I would not have achieved the level of success that, because I didn't have the discipline and I didn't have the understanding of what it takes to set set a goal and work toward a goal, what it takes to work as a team. I mean, you learn so many valuable skills through things like sports and through things like the military, and uh, I'm sure through volunteer organizations as well, you can learn many of the same things that uh, uh, can pave the way for your success, and I I even know some people who uh, the highest they were kind of useless before they went into the military, and they achieved some pretty exactly right. things when they went into the military, and they got out of the military, and some of them went back to being pretty useless. And the tragedy is our prisons are full of kids that could have been good Army or a Navy or Air Force or Marines, and it's just tragic they wound up uh, in prison instead of helping our country. Sure. And often it's because they just didn't have, they, nobody gave them direction. When exactly. Direction. Exactly. Well, you certainly provide a lot of direction in unleashing leadership, Angelo. And in the third section, you cover four broad leadership styles. Well, we've been dealing with uh, style assessments for years in our practice, so it's not new territory. And a lot of people are exposed to different style indicators. However, your insights into uh, the four styles and how they interact is very useful how did you arrive at the four types, and what are they? Well, I, I arrived at the four types through a combination of using uh, style assessments for years and observing organizational behavior for years. And I, kinda, I, I took some of the principles from the Myers-Briggs and some of the principles from the DISC and tried to apply them to a system that would be most beneficial in analyzing teams, but in also in analyzing individuals or assessing individuals. Mm-hmm. And the four leadership styles are, first, the control specialist. Second, the stability specialist. Then there's the social specialist and the compliance specialist. Those are the four specialists. And the, the, the way we came up with that is if you walk into many, most organizations, you will find that there's, there's some certain group of people who likes to control things. They are giving orders. They're trying to have things done their way. There are other people who are trying to organize the company picnic or the birthday party for Sally on the second floor. Then there's another group who's just very task-oriented and has the mission in mind, and they're the ones who stick to it. They're not very expressive, but they're the last ones to leave at night. They're the first ones to get there in the morning, and their, their goal is to achieve the overall mission of the organization. And then there, there are other people who like to uh, input data and come up with spreadsheets and make sure, follow that rules and regulations are being followed, OSHA is being followed, that the various government mandates are being followed. And we developed our four styles based on the kinds of people you see in most organizations. Well, it's very common to see the con- the control specialist, and we're all familiar with that person just being being coming to the fore, 
thinking they're a natural leader, but why and how is this style sometimes or potentially dangerous to the success of the team or the organization? We have just a minute here. It's easy for the control specialist to run amok. Uh, They love power. They like to make things happen. They like to make things happen quickly. They have a tendency to be very decisive. They have a tendency to want to take risks, and they have a tendency to want bottom-line results very fast. So the best way to achieve that is to order people around in their mind. So the control specialist uh, can be perceived as the typical authoritarian manager of the 40s and 50s, the the stern-fisted boss, the quick temper, all don't like it, I'll fire you and find two other ones just like you, things like that. That can be very destructive, and people today are used to, aren't used to being treated that way, so they don't well, like it. Well, when we come back from break, we'll go into some of the other style indicators, so stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. And now a weather update. Winds out of the south-southeast at 9 miles an hour. Citizens of America, this is a message from FeedThePig.org. Do not be alarmed. We are here to help you save yourself. According to public records, Americans spent more money than they earned in 2005. This is the first negative savings rate in the U.S. since the Great Depression. America, we must change our behavior. We need to stop spending every dime we earn and start feeding the pig. We must start putting away a piece of our paycheck. On the 1st and the 15th, we must pay ourselves before we pay anyone or anything. We must make a budget. And yes, even consider cutting up a credit card. And we must tell a friend to do the same. America, to start moving in the right direction, we must start a movement. Join us at feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Log on to feedthepig.org today. And for more traffic updates, brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Self-leadership is more important than corporate leadership. 
In the hustle and bustle world we live in, we need to be reminded that in all failures and successes, we are the common denominators. Each week, let Daniel Gutierrez help bring you the tools you need to manage self-leadership, resulting in self-success. Make your mark in your industry. Make sure you listen to Right Here, Right Now, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're talking with Angelo Valenti about unleashing leadership. And we talked uh, as we uh, coming off the, the last segment about the uh, control specialist and how he can run amok at times. Uh, tell us your definition of real power, um, Angelo, and how that can tra- transform a control specialist into a true leader. Well, the, the tra- one of the traditional definitions of power is the ability to affect or influence a person's environment and the people in their environment. Uh, and real power to me is when an individual is committed to bringing out the best in those around them. Now, a control specialist can be especially good at that if their values are in the right place. In other words, if their idea of controlling the environment is to make the people that they, that they work with as happy, productive as possible and do it through their personal power, their position power, whatever it might be, then that control specialist can have a really powerful influence on an organization and its people. It really is a matter of how a person chooses to use their power. Because everybody in some situation has power. Even those who feel the most powerless have some power. Uh, I think uh, you're certainly right about the importance of values, and we talked about that uh, earlier in the program. And um, uh, certainly at the end of the book, you go into the the five motivations of leadership and how critical values are in that that portion. But I want to just get here to the stability specialist, their idea of a, a balanced and systematic approach to getting things done both efficiently and effectively it's kind of their key to success. Um, and I can see where a stability specialist can be a real godsend to the control specialist. But what happens if, if uh, the authority is, is reversed and the, the specialist is, is the, uh, the boss, so to speak? The stability specialist? Uh-huh. Well, the stability specialist is going to be a much quieter leader than the control specialist. The stability specialist, as I mentioned, is focused on the overall mission, focused on getting the job done. The stability specialist, the, one, of the, one of the beautiful things about the stability specialist is that they're not e- 
easily distracted or not easily deterred from the mission. In other words, they know how to stay focused. And that can be a calming influence on an organization when in turbulent times you see the leader standing at the helm pointing the ship forward say we're still heading in that direction. It's more like a control specialist, for example, is more likely to change course like they're tacking into the wind, but a stability specialist is going to keep pointing toward the overall objective or the overall goal. The difficulty with the stability specialist is it's more difficult to recognize them as a leader because they're not bombastic, they're not loud, they're not uh, boisterous, and they don't show much emotion. They're focused on the task. But uh, stability specialists can be very strong leaders. Angela, we only have a few minutes left. Could you share some tips with our listeners, and many of them are without a job and are very interested in your background and what you're saying. Just some tips for them to conclude the program, please. Okay. Tips for if you're if you're looking for a job, I mentioned one thing that's in your system. Explain what you have actually accomplished in your life. And make and and it helps with many organizations if you can quantify that can show a business how they can make more money or save money or support the people that make money or save money by what you can do, then you're going to be considered more valuable. It's very difficult for younger people sometimes to list their business accomplishments because they may not have business accomplishments. But, but you better be able to demonstrate that you've actually accomplished something. You also... Uh, better be able to demonstrate how you are able to get along with people because in most jobs involve interacting with other people in some capacity. There are very few jobs that are just doing a task by yourself all day, every day. So your communication skills are very important. Some people are great interviewers and lousy at actually doing anything, and some people are lousy interviewers and great at doing things. But you better be able to convince or communicate uh, how you can relate to other people uh, in the job search process. You now, that, that's that, something that the social specialist can do really well. The social specialist is great at that. The social specialist is... The, is all about the relationships, and they're going to make sure everybody's having a good time, everybody's happy. They're often very good salespeople, customer support people, sometimes very good at that also. And they can be leaders if, you're, if your organization requires a face for the, for the outside world, somebody to present to the outside world, the social specialist with their excellent interpersonal skills, their big smile, and their persuasive communication style can be terrific at being the face of the organization. Now, you may need some stability and compliance specialists in the background uh, shoring up the social specialists. Right, and, they, and they're important to the organization. Well, we're just coming up on a close here shortly. Um, Angela, tell us how we can get your book and contact you. You can contact me by going to my website, which is 
www.thecompanypsychologist.com. That's all one word. And uh, you can Google me. Uh, I'm in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, thecompanypsychologist.com. Or if you want to call my office, you can call my office at 615-221-8745. That's great. Angela, we really appreciate your insight today. Thank you for being with us. Next week we're going to have another exciting guest who has advice that can help anyone at any stage in career. So be sure to join us next week. Thank you, Angelo. Thank Thank you. Thank you very much, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.